0: Welcome to the Messy Life Mighty Love Podcast. I am Abby, your host, storyteller, fellow Messy Life journeyer, and friend. You are listening to Episode 5, These Days and the Mess of Fear. Today, I pull back the curtain and just get it out there, how we're all afraid. We were already afraid of so many things, and now there's COVID-19 to give us even more fear. So let's look at the mess of our fear and together find the mightiest of loves. In the middle of the night, a child of nine or 10, I laid on the yellow shag carpet right next to the clawfoot tub of the upstairs bathroom. The lights were on and the boom of thunder and the crack of lightning could be heard. I'd illuminated my surroundings so that the contrast of lightning couldn't be seen. Yet still, I squeezed my eyes shut and plugged my ears with my fingers as tight as I could so as not to hear or see the storm. My twin sister, Sarah, was in her bed in a deep sleep in the room next to this one. She was so unlike me. I was the scaredy-cat with growing fears and a struggling at best ability to not cower in fright at my own shadow. With an incredibly vivid imagination I also thought all sorts of the boogeyman or snakes were chasing me down the stairs and I was terrified of the dark. I was a deep thinker too So when our farm and house were struck by lightning a few months or so earlier, I reasoned, if God didn't protect us from that, how do I know he will protect us in the future? The storm seemed wild and he seemed so very far away. Ever been there? Fast forward to my early 20s. I stand on the porch and gaze at the thunder and lightning a bit in the distance yet what would have had me cowering as a child is doing something different now. I could only call what I was seeing a beautiful storm. The majesty of God could be seen and I was in a state of awe and great peace. What changed? I have lived too many days in fear to simply say I grew out of it. Not true. In those intermittent years, I had come to understand the intimate reality of God's love and tender care for me, always and forever. I knew I would ever be safe in His arms. I didn't have to worry about this life or what could happen, which was what always trapped me in my fears, the what-ifs, the possibilities of a zillion things. I didn't have to be afraid of all that because he was, and is, and ever is to come. And he is for me and for those that I love. These days are so very messy. There is an insidious grip of fear, which goes far beyond the spread of COVID-19 virus. And I would argue it kills life much more too. I'm saying this gently because so many have died from that virus already but what I'm really speaking of here is the spiritual death fear reeks even on those who believe in Jesus and it can take us out of life and if somebody never has believed that fear can possibly keep them from a forever relationship with God it's one of the main tools of the enemy to take us out to take us away this looming dark overwhelming reality of fear that creeps on all of us and has creeped into our world and to this this fear beloved who know and embrace Jesus and all of his beauty the same one our Savior and Lord to this fear that I am talking about he is saying no more there are a billion what could be but there is only one I am, and he has the unshakable, undefeatable cure for fear, and it's found in his perfect love. I was meditating on 1 John 4, 14-18, shortly before everything came to the surface with my bipolar disorder, and I am so, so, so very glad that I was. This passage ends with perfect love, but begins with the clarity of Christ. I am a big fan of memorizing scripture, particularly putting verses that I love in the proper context. And I encourage you to do whatever you can to memorize scripture as well. I'm going to recite this passage from memory. We have seen and testify that the Father has sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God... God abides in him, and he in God. So we have come to know and believe the love God has for us. God is love, and whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. By this is love perfected with us, so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment. Because as he is, so also are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out all fear. For fear has to do with punishment. Whoever fears has not been perfected in love. Every time that I am able to recite a passage of scripture, and this one right now i just feel so 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 close to the lord and to his desire and his revealing of his will to me and seeking to come past something like fear is intimately tied to knowing who god is and what he says in his word so back to my early 20s i still had plenty of fear but the mighty love of god was indeed breaking through as I let go of that deep fear of thunderstorms. But I want you to know fear remains messy. It is not a once-and-done deal. It's a working out of our testimony, just like it says in the beginning of that passage, our testimony in the truth of God's Son, the Savior of the world. I have heard the part of the last verse about perfect love casting out all fear, quoted many times. But for me, it falls flat, nearly always taken out of context, set apart by itself. It's like an airy, ah, God's perfect love. Ah, okay, bye-bye, fear. But no, has that ever truly worked for you? It has definitely not for me. Fear is melted away in God's love, but it takes a continual remembrance of the gospel, of what Jesus has done and how he did it. He defeated the deepest fear and the depths of darkness, and we need to remember that to overcome fear. But you know what? He only completed his work as one who was human. Although he was fully God, he as a human had to abide in God He completely embodied God in human form because he worked at it. He had the discipline of remembering the perfect love he'd known from all eternity, but at the same time demonstrated that perfect love to us, the one that casts out fear. I love it how it says, because as he is, so also are we in this world. I'll say it again because as he is so also are we in this world this means we too can be fully in god's love in all of the intricacies as we behold christ his life his death his resurrection and the knowledge that he reigns at the right hand of god the father almighty and in that precious place of beholding him we can truly see this ugly horrifically messy cancerous root of fear so insidious within us and our world just torn out from us and then perfect love resting in its place i don't mean to make it sound easy it is so not easy and i do have great compassion for the hard roads you may be on and i truly have walked them and still walk them Yet I clearly say to you and myself, if you love Jesus, it is your destiny, your calling to live without fear. This world has never been more desperate for hope and for light. We truly, as Christ followers, have nothing to worry about. It's all been taken care of. And if we do ache and fear for others who aren't in Christ, our best contribution to them coming home to God is ourselves to come home to his arms, to be people who reflect that peace and joy and beauty of being wrapped up in the embrace of God. This golden substance of being ones who are chock full of the perfect love wrapped up in Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is a living testament of peace in the tumult, joy in the pain, and yes, love in the fear. And it will change the world. Will you take my hand and walk with me, friend? Will you take a million looks at Jesus for every one you take at fear and death? Will you let yourself be overcome with the rock-solid, refuge-making reality of God? so there is no room for anything else his love is mighty and the mightiest and it will remain until and beyond he becomes all of our fullness and then the mess of fear it will run far away deep breath friend i hope these few minutes given to unpacking the truth of fear and the infinitely greater truth of god's love in christ i hope that sharing this time with me you consider it time well spent i pray the hope into you as as if i were looking into your eyes and i plead for your spiritual life that we together may be beacons in this petrified world and i pray blessings always on you dear ones for more from me my journey with bipolar disorder and current series on vulnerability, as well as many other things, visit my website, abigailalleman.com. That's Abigail, A B I G A I L, Alloman, A L L E M A N.com. Or follow me on Instagram at abigail.alleman. There are some free ebooks at my website, available for subscribers to my blog or newsletter. Thanks for sharing a part of your day with me. I consider it a great privilege. I would love to catch you next time.